Hello! Welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. You almost said podcast. I almost said it. <laughs> I caught myself. My name <laughs> is Charlie Wallace. I'm Adam Gobeski, and we have with us two somewhat, I guess, special guests. What are you calling special? I think they're special. Anyway, so, I am running a trivia contest for my church choir. So I thought I would test it out on you guys, and... And, and you as well, uh, listeners. Listener? Well, no, I guess Alex and Doug are listening, and Brian doesn't listen, so Kara, uh, <laughs> let me know what you thought. PJ, if you're still listening. I'm actually going to run it like the real, the real game would run. So let me explain the format of this. There are going to be two rounds, and each round has ten questions. You can wager... Anywhere from 1 to 10 points, you can only use each value once, and you have to pick a value for every answer, regardless of your confidence level. Does that kind of make sense? Yes, it does. I, okay. I, I, I do have a question off the bat. So I can use each number once? All right. Yeah. Okay. Are these questions going to be church-related or choral-related? Uh, no. I basically just wrote uh, a standard, like, pub trivia. Okay. Okay. Uh, I... I, I I have thought about putting, like, tossing a couple religious questions in just to see what happens, but they wouldn't be, like, necessarily specific knowledge. It wouldn't be anything you wouldn't necessarily find out. Okay, yeah, no problem. I just okay. was hoping it wasn't <laughs> trivia related to church choirs. <laughs> <laughs> Last Saturday, who was sitting next to me and kept burping oh. uncontrollably? <laughs> Can I interject? Yes. Do I get an introduction? Did you not introduce yourself? I, think I don't think I, I, don't think I did Alex. either. Oh, I don't think oh, I did either. Kind of we established that they were special. I think that's it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well then, well then, carry on. So let's let's continue then. Uh, introduct just just introduce yourselves, I guess. Got it. I, I'm Alex Clark. I'm Doug Gobeski. Okay. So are you guys special oh, and yeah. introduced now? Yes. So, that's, all right. So just have Charlie edit that in, and then we'll be we'll be set. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he'll just cut things, and then mm-hmm. not worth yeah. it. It's put a marker there. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna just randomly just halfway through a sentence. Yeah. Adam reads the fourth question. Uh, I'm Alex Clark. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, one thing I do want to sort of caveat this is that the people in my choir tend to be uh, older. Okay. So some questions that I think might be very easy for us might be harder for them. During Coolidge's presidency. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember that. All right. So your first 10 categories are comics, music, movies, quotes, uh, history, state capitals, literature, stock market, politics, and business. So your first question is comics. In Brightest Day in Blackest Night is the beginning of the oath of which DC superhero? Green Lantern, probably. I don't know. I no idea. I don't know this either. I mean, I, I'm kind of looking at Doug, I guess. So it seems to know a bit more about it than I do. Based on Are you literally our... looking at Doug? Or should I be on a webcam? <laughs> No, when we uh, played Marvel Ultimate Alliance and we're doing all the trivia, it was basically Adam and Doug for the most part. Yeah, but that was Marvel Ultimate Alliance. That wasn't DC. Oh, I'm so thinking you're... this is some DC person. So you're not uh, not familiar with DC as much? No. Did anybody watch Green Lantern other than Adam? No. <laughs> Let's just go with Green Lantern. It makes sense because Adam did, I believe he liked that movie. And didn't expect to like that movie? Uh, as far as that movie goes, yeah. Well, I didn't really expect anything. And I enjoyed it way more than I think just about anyone else did. So, uh, Anyway, uh, would you like to wager some points on that? We have to, right? What, we all, yeah, I mean, what, what amount would you like to wager? Is, is two safe? <laughs> Two's pretty low. But I mean, we can only use each of the one to ten, right? Once, right? Correct. Right. Yep. Per round. Right. There'll, there'll be two so, rounds of this, yeah. So if we could just use one of the lower numbers here, right? So it's a Green Lantern for two? Sure. All right. The correct answer is Green Lantern. You have two points. 
All right. See, there All we right. go. Nice conservative play. That's okay. yeah. <laughs> All right. Your second category is music. According to the Guinness Book of World Records, which Christmas song is the best-selling single of any kind of all time? Of, a song of any time? Oh, what the? Oh, <sighs> best-selling. So that would even. So you've got the older songs, which would have been selling more for a longer period of time. Right. Right. Well, and I know most of the Christmas songs have been written in that time. The famous Christmas songs were all written in the fifties and sixties. The, the the ones that are still popular now were written then. So it's probably one of those songs. Which one? I have no idea. But whatever that White Christmas song is, maybe. You know, White Christmas. <laughs> is that what it's actually called? I believe so. I think so. And do we have to name the artist as well, Adam, or just the song? Uh, you can just name the song. Okay. Is that song? If multiple artists have covered it, have their Success has been added into that. I honestly want to say no, but I don't know for certain. These are the sort of questions they're going to be asking you, Adam. You have to know. Oh no, I don't have to know. I just have to say, <laughs> look, it says here according to the Guinness Book of World Records, they didn't give me any more information. You're the one that wrote these questions. Yeah, well, I didn't give me any more information on this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't think that hard when I was writing them, so too bad. <laughs> uh, I think. White Christmas is good. How many, uh, so, how many points would you like to wager? Uh, one or three. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's right. We want to save our ten for Wall Street. Yeah, things we know, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, if the questions get harder, we don't lose much here. But like, if the questions get you know easier, we we don't want to waste like the higher numbers on guessing. So I think like it's either one or three. So. If we think this is going to be the hardest question, so three then, yeah, yeah, three is fine. All right, so White Christmas for three. Yes, the answer is White Christmas. All right, there we go. Your third question is movies. To date, and I caveat, uh, I actually got this from one of you. So, oh, to date, <laughs> what is Brad Pitt's highest-grossing movie? I uh, oh, I know uh, that one. Uh, I'm going to, what's the word? Sequester myself? Recuse, Recuse myself. Recuse yourself. <laughs> from this question. Uh, can you sequester hey, yourself? <laughs> yeah. Did you listen to their most recent podcast? Well, I, ha- I have to answer this. That's just punishment for not having listened to our last <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me fire it up. But sure, I think it's a link on Facebook here. <laughs> You're going to have to listen for a while. All right. Are we just going to have playback of you listening on the new podcast? Yeah. yeah. Just like one of those Russian dolls, just layers of podcast. Technically new material. It's all right. (laughs) (laughs) Episode episode 41. We listened to 40 minutes of episode 40. (laughs) Just turn it to the. (laughs) Oh, boy. Brad Pitt's highest grossing movie? Yes. Oh, boy. Brad Pitt. This, This is not adjusted for inflation. Not adjusted for inflation. What movies has Brad Pitt been in? I can't name that many Brad Pitt movies. Uh, he was in Ocean's Eleven. He was in Fight Club, I believe, but I haven't seen that movie. Yes, he is in he Fight is. Club, I can confirm. Okay. All right, okay. Um, he plays Edward Norton. <laughs> <laughs> in, in his tough, toughest role to date. <laughs> oh jeez what what like giant brad pitt movie <laughs> not in any like before you said movie i just enjoyed the image of giant brad pitt yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, i guess i'll go with oceans 11 for one i'm sorry the correct answer is world war z oh Oh. Yeah, I completely forgotten that we were screwing ourselves over by forcing him to answer. I'm sorry, Doug. <laughs> that, 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 that's that's totally why, uh... fine. <laughs> All right. Wait, we're not being we're not playing against the church choir people in the future, are we? <laughs> Come on, guys, my trivia folks who you're listening to on the podcast that I'm playing instead of songs, they're doing better than you. <laughs> 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 
Good thing we saved our one point for that question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, all right. You know, I just thought something would be great. If yeah. we end up scoring higher than the highest scoring team, you need to announce us as the winners. <laughs> <laughs> Your next category is quotes. Drink to me, drink to my health. You know I can't drink anymore. End quote. Were said to be the final words of which influential painter who died on April 8th, 1973? I think it could be Pablo Picasso died around then. Yes, I, right? I wouldn't couldn't think of anybody else who was a painter and alive in that period. Yeah. Jackson Pollock? Damn it. Well, th- Jackson <laughs> Pollock. <laughs> All right, so how many points do we want to... Picasso I think that's, that's pretty strong. So like six? Uh, I'd even say like a seven. Seven? Okay. All right. Seven's good. So, I agree. All right. Picasso for seven? That is correct. Pablo right. Picasso. We Your next category is history. Signed on February 2nd, 1848. What was the name of the treaty that formerly ended the Mexican-American War? So this is one of the ones for the older folks. <laughs> <laughs> Is this, is this specifically slash the people that folks? live closer to the border? I'm sort of okay. hoping. Slash Arizona, right? History, yeah, yeah. This is this is. Uh, uh, is it like like Gadsden Treaty? Ooh, was a Gadsden Purchase, right? Right, right. But I know that that's like, I don't know. I'm just throwing around names of that time period and area. So. Is there a Guadalupe Hidalgo, or was that also a purchase? <laughs> I think it was a horse. <laughs> Little note fact: Hidalgo's first name was Guadalupe. <laughs> uh, okay, so I got nothing. Low number of points here on this one. Yeah, we have four points. Is our lowest one? Yes. If right. anyone's keeping track at home, I, I'm keeping track. So. Okay. And I assume Kara is just on the edge of her seat with the points in her written down. Oh yes, absolutely. Does Carl listen to this at all? She keeps apologizing for not listening to it. <laughs> she said, oh, she okay. keeps saying that she hasn't listened to the last episode. She just told me that today. So I know she listens to some episodes, but not all episodes. Let, let me uh, let me take a quick uh, detour and embarrass my wife. <laughs> <laughs> and always where I was, detour. Where I was like, <laughs> hey, have you listened to our latest podcast? And she said, no, I'm sorry. Because my phone was having trouble with Wi-Fi, I didn't want to download them anywhere. And uh, so I haven't been able to listen to the last couple. And I said, okay, well, what was the last one you listened to? And she said, well, I think it was the one where you and Charlie broke up. (laughs) (laughs) She better be listening to them out of order. (laughs) I think that was 10. episode 10? 2008? Uh. And then she... She got sort of an embarrassed look on her face, and I felt bad. <laughs> Much as I probably feel bad right now. But I, I just thought of a great idea for episode 50, which is coming up right. maybe next year. We should just do Go Gobeski Wallace Report trivia. <laughs> See, between, <laughs> between the people who may have actually listened to it at some point, whether they can answer anything. <laughs> I think we just cold, cold call our friends and see if they can answer anything. <laughs> and, and what episode did we uh, rename James Bond movies with the word sphincter? <laughs> <laughs> you did what now? Anyway. Remember the, the gold sphincter episode? Oh, yes. I, no, no, yeah. I remember. <laughs> I wrote a song about it. Yes, well, correct. I wrote a song. Who can sing the most lyrics from Gold Sphincter? <laughs> That's a tiebreaker. <laughs> Just remember, beware his ass of sin. <laughs> wow. Don't go in. Uh, we put <laughs> it answering the actual trivia question. Uh, so we've got a four and a one still. No, you're one. No, no, we already used the one. Oh, yeah, four, four, five, five, six, four. Eight, nine, yeah, we can burn the four here. All right. So, what is your answer? Uh, what is our answer, Charlie? Uh, I'm going to say the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo. All right, I'll, <laughs> I'll agree with that. That is correct. Yes. Good. I knew I remember Wait, good really? For some reason. Yes. So <laughs> that quiz ball knowledge sticking in your head. Yeah. Wow. But I mean, it could have been a purchase. It could have been a ship that sank somewhere. It's one of those things, you know? <laughs> I was listening to, like, the radio the other day, 
Carnival of the Animals came on or something. And I was like, I haven't thought about this since like 12th grade when Charlie kept answering it. (laughs) (laughs) No, Charlie, the answer to every question is not Carnival of the Animals. It could be the answer to a math question. You don't know. (laughs) All right. Your next uh, category is state capitals. What is, by population, the smallest state capital in the United States and the only capital not to have a McDonald's within its city limits? So, small state capitals. You think about them, right? Like, Juneau, Alaska. Could be. Isn't Juneau... Is it still pretty small? Even for an Alaskan city? I, I think so. Probably. I know there's a McDonald's in Dover, so you don't have to worry about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or at least I'm fairly certain there was a ta- there was a KFC for sure that I ate at. <laughs> but there has to be a Taco Bell <laughs> as well. Like is a Helena? Like Cheyenne? Yeah, Helena, Montana. Right, Cheyenne, Wyoming. I've been to Helena. I uh, Carson I City, mean, Nevada. I mean, How I big didn't... is Carson City? Oh, I have no idea. So you said you've been to Helena? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they had uh, McDonald's. It was decent sized. Okay. Okay. The McDonald's was? No, the city. So no ball pit. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> remember those like hamburger cage things you could climb in? They still have those somewhere. Uh, I I mean I'm I'm liking Juneau, Alaska. I would go with here. that. I would stick with that. I, I don't know that it's yeah. accessible by road, which would mean that they if they they couldn't really like ship stuff there. Yes. I don't know. It's not a big city, so. I mean, I think it's a safe. It's a safe bet. We won't kick ourselves. I don't think. I don't recall any episodes of Ice Road Truckers where they just had to deliver this, you know, shipment of Big Macs to the Juno <laughs> McDonald's. That seals it. Can I ask how many episodes of Ice Road Truckers you do remember? Probably like three. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like the sort of thing that would have happened though in one of those episodes. Yeah. So, how, how many points do we want here? Do we want it to be like a six or an eight? Because what we have, we have five, six, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, I uh, yes. five, but we still got all these. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'd probably go with eight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've not had the greatest track record so far, so. Yeah, we got Wall Street mm. coming up. Yeah, that could be tough. So. It's actually stock market, but. Oh, stock market. Oh, I, I thought it was the movie Wall Street. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna watch clips from Wall Street. Yeah, that's what I thought this. Yeah. <laughs> the question is, what did you think? <laughs> I thought greed was good. <laughs> so, so are we good with Juno for eight? Yes. All right. Yeah. So Juno, Juno for eight. Sorry, that is incorrect. I know. I Correct know. answer is Montpelier, Vermont. Uh, oh. It could have been because I, I, I know that's like Vermont and like New Hampshire have small capital cities, but I didn't think they were that small. So. Yeah. All right. I believe the smallest by area is uh, Annapolis. Is like one. Sure it's like it's like one square mile. Yeah, they have McDonald's, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the naval base is there. Your literature question. Oh God. <laughs> Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone is in fact a title device specifically for the U.S. market. What is the original British title of the first Harry Potter book? Ten points. Okay, now that that's established. They just change philosophers to sorcerers. It's it's Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. I agree with that. Let's go with it. It is correct. Yeah. All right. We get All right. Yeah. Got that one out of the way. All right. Your stock market question. What company's stock is traded on the New York Stock Exchange under the symbol K? K would be... It's potassium. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Kmart. Kmart is all I can like come up with right away as well. There's Kmart. I'm just thinking of corporations. Krusty Burger. <laughs> K Jewelers. It's like a Kardashian thing, like as a family. Yeah, you can trade. You can own part of the family. <laughs> you can own part of Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> I believe he come did on, go if, public. If any rapper is going to sell stock in himself, it's going to be Kanye. I can't believe I missed that IPO. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was overshadowed by the Facebook one. It was it a promotional came deal. Out right. He bought his new album. It came with a stock certificate inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's probably Kmart. The only thing that bothers me about that is 
Didn't Kmart merge with somebody else recently, like Sears or JCPenney? Ooh. Is that true? Dun, I think. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. I just felt like I should say something. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Heck, I got nothing better. Yeah, though. I think we should go with it that. Came out for six. Six? Okay. All right. That is incorrect. Correct answer is Kellogg's. Oh. Oh. Your entertainment question, which I assume will be way easier for you guys than the other questions. Created by Steve Purcell and first introduced in 1987 in a comic story subtitled Monkeys Violating the Heavenly Temple. This duo went on to feature in several more comic books before making the leap to a graphic adventure computer game from LucasArts in 1993. A short-lived cartoon series on Fox followed in 1997, followed by a series of computer games from Telltale beginning in 2006. What are the names of these two? A six-foot-tall dog in a suit and fedora and a, quote, hyperkinetic rabbity thing, end quote, who bill themselves as the freelance police. So yeah, that's nine. That's Sam and Max. Right. Which is, yeah, I, I appreciate the fact that you went through so many clues because either, like, it's possible it, it wasn't somebody ratchet. will pick it up. Yeah. It wasn't Ratchet and Clink? Sadly, no. <laughs> I mean, no. for all we know, somebody could pick it up from knowing that it was a cartoon show in the 90s. Right. It's so, possible. Or, or their kids were playing the game. Yeah. All right. Your final question of the round is a business question. Of the top five pizza chains in the United States, two of them are from the same state. Which state is it? It's probably Michigan with Domino's and Little Caesars. Yeah, it's Michigan. There you go. That is correct. So that ends the round. You have. So are we in first place? Uh, You are in. All right, let me read the scores. (laughs) In in last place with forty points is the podcasters. (laughs) <laughs> in second place with 40 points is the podcasters and if and in first place with 40 points is alex smells funny all right there we go it's <laughs> a quality team name so there there are two rounds to this two rounds with yes. the exact same format is there any yes. final yes. question there will, there will also be a halftime question which i have not technically written yet no the second round will be called but, double jeopardy all right, so we'll just pretend that you got six points. Okay. <laughs> Good job. Hey. Good job on knowing your George Clooney movies, let's say. <laughs> Ooh, was it up in the air? It was not. Oh, Ocean's 11. We could have got eight Ocean's points. 11. Doug, your, your, your George Clooney, Sam Rockwell <laughs> team-ups. All right. Are you ready for round two? The same points apply. There's no weird doubling or anything like that. Your categories for round two. They are music, uh, history, politics, baseball, measurements, U.S. currency, business, amusement parks, movies, and mythology. I did like how we ended on the last question being worth five points. I think that's a good strategy. Average difficulty question for the end. (laughs) So. We we played our numbers out pretty well last round. Yeah, I think the problem with the first round is that we're playing the game when we should be playing Adam's game, right? So how do we predict that Adam will set up these questions? Right, right, right. But do you think Adam would save a hard one for the end? Or would he save an easy one for the end? Would he just be? Would they just be in the order in which he thought of them? Okay. It might be that <laughs> one. <laughs> All right, your music question. Neil, Zane, Liam, Harry... And Lewis are the members of what boy band? Who's going to admit they know the answer? Is it a real boy band or a fake boy band? It is a real boy band. Wait, wait, wait. Say that list one more time. Neil, Zane, Liam, Harry, Lewis. I I, I guess it's remotely possible it's Louie, but that seems very uh, unlikely to me. I had to make sure the first one was Neil and not Noel. Ah, yeah, no, it's not Oasis. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All those, I don't know. Lesser Oasis known, was a boy band. Lesser <laughs> known uh, Gallagher brothers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's not NSYNC. Well, yeah, yeah. I didn't hear Justin. All right, it's not Backstreet Boys. I'm it's pretty not... sure it's not Backstreet. Okay, well, well in well, my well, repertoire, that leaves well, 98 degrees about whom I know nothing, right. and 
One Direction, which yeah. again, I know nothing. I, I know nothing, but I think One Direction's much more like like current. And if you were asking old people about a current boy band, it would be like they wouldn't be able to like answer it. You know, they might not know. So I, I would I would think that that's more likely to be the answer. Yeah. And can you think of a boy band that has like what was it seven? Like six or seven five. people in it. Five. That was five. Okay. That was five. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make sure to count the number. Of... It turns out I'm starting with one, not two. <laughs> yeah, I think One Direction's the way to go. Yeah. How many points do we want to wager on One Direction? You got to say five. Yeah, five's fine. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say like three or four. We've got to say five. Yeah, five's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three or four. What do you want? Three. Three. I'm not okay. confident. All right. All right. So I'm I guess we're one. Some monkeys or something. One, one direction, direction for three. three. Yeah. That is correct. Also under the assumption that you might know it if you had kids. Right. Uh, but possibly. But I think if they're just random old people, they're less likely to know it. That's true. All right. Their kids probably listen to Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Do these people have kids? Yeah, many of them have kids. So many of them are likely to know what twerking is? Well, I, I assume the nation knows what twerking is now. Wait, is there a twerking question in here? <laughs> <laughs> I can put one in if you'd like. That should be the halftime question. <laughs> Your literature question is about twerking. <laughs> in the novel Jane Eyre. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, your history question. What is the only United States city to ever surrender to a foreign power, an event which occurred during the War of 1812? Detroit. Is that true? I think I read that in Cracked recently. Seems reasonable. I mean, it's like right there next to Canada, so... Six or seven? Mm. Yeah, I mean, you seem fairly confident in it. Well, it's like seven. So, Detroit for seven? Is that what yep. I'm hearing? Yes. Yeah. Uh, that is correct. All right. All right. Points... All right, your next category is politics. I can either give you the the, the sort of just matter of fact, here, here is a fact you may or may not know, or I can give you the slightly more interesting one. Uh, I don't want to hear an interesting question. Yeah, why would uh, I ever choose the interesting yeah. one? All right, then your, mat- three points. Your, your matter of fact politics question is... No, he can, have, he can ask the other one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. So it's actually movies and politics. Since the debut of Dr. No in 1962, six actors have played the role of James Bond in the official Bond film series. Within two, how many people have served as Prime Minister of the United Kingdom during that same time span? Alright, uh, if I had to guess within two, I would, I would guess eight. So do they have term limits? I'm not sure. Uh, I'm I'm willing to go with that, I guess. Go with what? They don't know about much about like like, you know, like late fifties, earlys, you know, late fifties, sixties, and seventies, like British like prime ministers. So right. I mean, I'm kind of shot in the dark there. You can name like the last three, and that's it. And how far do the last three span? What years? And then just multiply. Nothing. <laughs> 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 like what? But like, Cameron. but like, yeah. Gordon Brown, Tony Blair. Yeah, Tony Blair, right. Who was before Blair? Was it Thatcher? Or was Thatcher there someone in between? Into Blair? Man, there's another one that makes me want to increase the number. Yeah, I, I retract my guess of six. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 if we guess eight, eight covers between six and ten. Yeah. So, I like eight as a guess, right? I can't pretend that I have a very solid answer myself. So, how many points do we want to wager on this? Like four or six? Or between four and six? So, five. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. As much as I hate to waste that five. We could blow it here. That's yeah, fine. yeah. So, you're putting right. five points on what was the number again? Eight. Eight? Eight. Eight. Yes. All right. The correct answer is ten. So, you go. get the points because it's within yeah. two. All right, there we go. All right, so so the ten prime ministers are Harold Macmillan, uh, Sir Alec Douglas Home, Harold Wilson, Sir Edward Heath, Harold Wilson again, 
James <laughs> Callahan, Margaret Thatcher, John Major, Tony Blair, Gordon Brown, David Cameron. For the Harold Wilson, you should put in an aside that he's the Grover Cleveland of British politics. Uh, so it turns out that there are several non-consecutive prime ministers. Mm. Uh, Winston Churchill, for example, is a non-consecutive prime minister. Since he's prime minister during World War II, is then voted out of office, and then comes back in the 50s. So, huh. he's the British Grover Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, your next category is baseball. Phoenix was one of two cities awarded a Major League Baseball expansion team in 1998 with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Which other city was also awarded an expansion team that year? The the Miami Marlins, but I'm not... Or, well, they were the Florida Marlins then, and they're Miami. Or it could be the Tampa Bay... Well, they were the Devil Rays then, or just the Rays now. But those are the... Or was it Colorado? Man, those are all like that era. I think Colorado was in earlier... And I think Tampa was in later. Didn't yeah. the, but the Marlins won a World Series. Like I mean, I know the Diamondbacks won the World Series in 2001. Yeah, I believe and they're I the know. fastest team to win a World Series. And I, and I think the Marlins won it in 98. And I know the Marlins won it again in the 2000s. But, ah, man, Miami? It's either, it's either like, like Denver, Tampa, or Miami. I don't think there are any other teams that like expanded in that time frame. Or have like even expanded since then. Anyone else have any input on this question? No. <laughs> nope. Uh, do you want to know about the Marlins World Series? The Marlins yeah. World Series. I, I know they, they sold the entire team afterwards. Like, the, all the players off and then like got last in the division the following year. <laughs> I believe they beat the Yankees in the, the World Series that year. Who's their pitcher? I believe it was Don Trell Willis, who eventually played for Detroit at some point. Was their star pitcher. I would guess it's Miami for... How many points do we got? I'm looking at my sheet here. <laughs> I would guess Miami for four. All right. I'm cool with that. All right. That is incorrect. Damn it. All right. The correct answer is St. Petersburg, Florida. St. Petersburg? And who are they? They are yeah. the, it was the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Tampa Bay Rays. Damn it. All right. Uh, yeah. I, I cannot accept Tampa Bay as it is not a city. Tampa, what about Tampa? <laughs> Tampa's the city. Uh, I... All right, so I guess I'll give some leeway, but technically, it's they play in St. Petersburg, so yeah, but they're like lo- their location by their name is Tampa. The Marlins won in '97, by the way. Seven. All right, I knew I was close on that. Yeah, roughly that time frame, but I knew they won early. Like they must have formed in like '95 then. Uh, '93, I think is what '93. Oh wow. All right. Yeah. Them in Colorado. Right. Yep. All right, your next category is measurements. This may require pencil and paper. Oh, I don't even remember this one as being one of the categories. All right. How many teaspoons are in one gallon? Who knows that question? That's, I'm not even writing. Uh, That's not a question. Right. <laughs> How many tablespoons are in an ounce? Or teaspoons in an ounce, anyone? Yeah, we got to get this exactly, too, don't we? <laughs> uh, yes, this, the, otherwise we get the kappa effect. <laughs> uh, you just pick. You just pick a number that oh, sounds r- like roughly right. And I have you're within the halo. Significant digits. <laughs> hey Adam, what's yes. the volume of a sphere? Uh, four r cubed. Close enough. <laughs> four thirds pi r cubed. Yeah, but pi is three, so the three and the pi cancel out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is why Adam major in science. I used to drive PJ like crazy when I would tell him that. Because he was my physics like help room guy. <laughs> so he had to be there and help me. <laughs> and he would put it in the kappa and it would count. Yeah, because... So little had, PJ, I'm right. <laughs> because the people taking physics kept changing the significant digits at different points. So many different points that they had to broaden the halo enough to allow for all these possibilities. Right. <laughs> Yeah, there was one time where it was like if you take a like a metal plate, square plate, and then you cut out a corner, raise the center of gravity, and I was like, uh, it's probably just pretty close to the center, so I'll just put the center. <laughs> it was like, yep, that's right. <laughs> was there a question? How many teaspoons in a gallon? Oh yeah, I don't know, like thousand, two hundred fifty-six. So, so I'm guessing that. <laughs> 
I mean, I know that there's three teaspoons and a tablespoon. I don't know how many tablespoons are in an ounce, though, but I'm going to guess two, which the math on my Windows calculator tells me with 128 ounces in a gallon, 768. Sure. How many points would you like to wager on that Windows calculation? <laughs> Whatever the lowest is. One point? All right. The correct answer is 768 teaspoons in one gallon. <laughs> Doug is exactly correct. All right. Damn it. Good job. Good job. <laughs> yeah, good job. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Oh. All right, your business question. What company produces the largest number of tires per year at roughly 318 million units annually? Is this really like this good, good year? year? Good year. Firestone. Yeah. Firestone, Michelin? right. Now, who's the biggest of this? I have no idea which like tire companies are. Which one has a blimp? <laughs> they have all this money to spend on a blimp. <laughs> okay. But but which of them have a you know cartoon character for their? Well, that's true. Stay, stay puffed. <laughs> yep, the Stay Puffed Michelin man. <laughs> I don't know. I I would lean towards Goodyear, but I. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll agree with that. Yeah. I can go with Goodyear. Goodyear for six. We saw two. Six. You have yeah. six and two both available. Yeah. Oh, okay. Are six we allowed to ask what the remaining category is? The remaining categories are amusement parks, movies, mythology. Did I skip a... Oh, U.S. currency. Yes. Yeah, I skipped a category. US uh, currency. How do we only have like six and two then? Six. Because yeah. we've used one, three, four, five, and seven. Yes. Oh, and we don't want to use the... <laughs> that would be how we have six, two, eight, nine, and ten. <laughs> wow. Man, I guess that's how that works. <laughs> So six? Six or two. <laughs> six. Sure. Yeah, six is fine. A yeah, good year for six. Uh, that is incorrect, and you're going to be very unhappy at the answer. Is it going to be Michelin? The answer is Lego. Oh, right. Yeah. What? I, I you know, I actually read All that right, recently. No, what, was, what was the question again? What company produces the largest number of tires per year at roughly 318 million units annually? Oh, yeah, okay. Good, Goodyear is second at like 171 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember reading that now. and then I think Goodyear probably wins out on massive rubber used. Yes, so, yeah, that's why it's units, not massive rubber used. So on tires used on motor vehicles, we're correct. All right. I, yes. I think you're allowed one groaner per round, Adam. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's what that one is. <laughs> All right, your U.S. currency question. What location is shown on the tail side of a Susan B. Anthony dollar coin? Uh, is it the moon? The moon? Is it the eagle? What location? I don't think I've ever seen a Susan B. Anthony dollar. I, I, I thought it was an eagle on the moon. The whole eagle has landed sort of thing. That, sure, I mean, that's... Okay. I mean, I'm not, I'm not certain. I haven't seen one in a long time, but that's, that would be my guess. And I, I'd probably like to put eight points on it. I mean, turns I, out I he wants want the exact wanna... location on the moon. Yeah, yeah, I know. I like Sea of Tranquility. <laughs> no, it's about <laughs> ten miles south of that. I'm. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I could just I be on the, the Mare Tranquillius. <laughs> <laughs> can only accept Latin names. He should announce that right off the bat. <laughs> By the way, all answers must be in proper Latin. <laughs> <laughs> I would have given you the points, but your declension was incorrect. <laughs> All right. So, moon for eight? Sure. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I can only accept Luna. <laughs> yeah, moon curve. Yeah, that's correct. All right. That coin collecting comes in handy sometimes. <laughs> I mean, the alternate uh, phrasing is what event is commemorated by the t- on the tail side of the Susan B. Anthony dollar coin. And, and that's the Apollo 11 land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it's a bird, right? It's not like the actual craft, right? It's not. Yeah, no. It's. We're just it's, trying to visualize what it looks like. It's like, it's an eagle holding an olive branch. Okay, it's, on the it's, it's it's basically a represent a, a representation of the Apollo Eleven mission patch, minus the words Apollo Eleven, which is actually why Susan B. Anthony coins, although they're round, they're sort of they're supposed to sort of look like they have eleven sides for Apollo Eleven. Uh, all right, that makes sense. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, uh, amusement parks. Dyer Havsbakken, which opened in 1583, is the world's oldest amusement park. Which country is Dyer Havsbakken located in? The United I, States of America. And I can spell that if you would like. <laughs> uh, sure, spell it. 
D-Y-R-E-H-A-V-S-B-A-K-K-E-N. KK? Isn't that like Finland? Yeah, it sounds like one of those Scandinavian countries. Yeah, yeah. Finland? KK? Sweden? Norway? It sounds like we're going to be wagering two points. Yeah. (laughs) But you're right. I think Scandinavia is the way to go. Could be Denmark. Could be. Norway? Could be Norway. Yeah, yeah. I don't... It could be like any of them. Sweden. Oh, man. That's the largest city of all of them. I'll guess Denmark is my guess. I don't know if anyone else has a better guess. I have, I, I'm not, I have no reason for my guess. I'm happy with Denmark. All Finland right. seems like they'd be the most in need of amusement, but... <laughs> <laughs> Way to take a dig at uh, 16th century Finland, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> we don't tolerate that kind of oppression. <laughs> uh, how many points were you going to wager on De- that? Denmark for two. Denmark for two? Is that what yeah, everyone's... Yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah. That is correct. Hey, is hey, good job. Wow. Your movies question. What is the name of the 1981 British science fiction film starring Sean Connery as Federal Marshal William O'Neill assigned to a mine on the Jovian moon of Io? Oh, gosh, I've seen this movie. <laughs> Zardos. No, no. Out, Outland? I think it's something called... I mean, let me think about it yes. for a second. Does that, that sound sounds right? right? Okay. That sounds right. All right. That definitely Nine or sounds 10. like a, an 80s sci-fi movie. Nine or ten? Well, you're saying yes because you've heard of this movie or because it sounds like... As an 80s sci-fi movie, oh, yeah. okay. I could cut either way on if Sean Connery's in it, but... I know the movie. I'm just trying to think if that's what it's called. Did you want to wager nine or yeah. ten points on your stab in the dark? Nine, nine. Nine. Isn't the last category mythology, though? Yes. Yes, it is. Let's wager yeah, ten. Whatever. Yeah, all right. Outland for ten? Yes. That is correct. All right. All right. Doing much better this round, I think. In that you have missed one last question. So we have uh, a chance. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> I guess your wages are slightly better, depending on the outcome of this final question of the round. We did get the one point, mm. two point, and three point questions correct. Mythology. According to Egyptian mythology, who murdered Osiris and usurped his throne? Uh, wasn't it set? Osiris? It was like his half-brother or something, set. Well, we're wagering nine, and I don't know it, so I'm happy with that answer. Sure. I'm alright with it. Set for nine? Yep. That is correct. Yeah. Alright. We did pretty well, I think, overall. I think think we would have beaten the old people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you still have a final question. Ooh. The rules change, because now you can wager anything from zero to twenty points. Right now, you are in first place with 101 points. Wow, we got 60 that round? How's that? Didn't we have 41? Uh, I'm assuming that you got six on a halftime. I did. Oh, right, right, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> we got free points. So. Your final category is music. Of course, for choral people. Uh, this is not a choral question. Yeah. So you're just doing that to screw with them. Mm-hmm. What, what octave <laughs> do I sing? <laughs> <laughs> What note is this? La. (laughs) (laughs) Although today perhaps better known as a film and television composer, Danny Elfman was originally the frontman for what new wave band of the 70s and 80s? I I don't know that at all. That's the sort of trivia that would have stuck in my head if I actually knew the answer. Nope. I'm sure I've read a correct article on it, but nope. No idea. So is that that a big zero? (laughs) Do we get to choose... (laughs) We'll wager Before zero points. Before or after we hear the question, how much we're wagering? Uh, I'm not sure, and I'm, I'm welcoming feedback on that. Well, it's probably after wagering. I think it's just too much work to do it before wagering. Yeah. Well, no, no, so the question is, do you wager based on the category like Jeopardy? Or... Right, right. And I, don't, I, don't, I, I think that's too much work when you have like okay. multiple people slash teams playing. It's too much work for you. Yeah. You know? okay. Then there's like... the team trivia, though, too, where you bid afterward, but it's because... Generally, they'll have you have to put things in a certain order, so you have a chance of getting it right, but you don't know whether you're going to get it right. Whereas here, you're either going to know it or not, and just say zero or twenty. Although, to quickly digress, uh, one time our final trivia question in team trivia was who was the third president of the United States? Really? And everyone just sort of like paused because we were like, "Is this a trick question?" Because <laughs> it's not even a hard number like eleven, right? It's third. <laughs> I was like, no, it, it really is Thomas Jefferson. 
<laughs> Occasionally they will do that, but generally, and then you have to sit there and argue about what you want to wager with your team. And so we, so everyone turns in their answer and they pull out their phones, right? Because they're like, "This is stupid." And he's like, "Hey, you can't have those phones out." And everyone's like, "Come on!" <laughs> Anyone who cheats on this deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> So, Danny Elfman, New Wave Band of the 70s and 80s. Can anyone name any New Wave bands? Yeah, no, so. <laughs> now I'm good. I think it's going to be a zero, but I'm going to learn something interesting. That's the important part. I have no guess. I have no legitimate guess. All right, so a wager of zero, and just literally no, no, no stabs in the dark at all? Nope. Suck it, Trebek. The answer is Oingo Boingo. Really? Huh. Heard of New Wave? I think that's generally how you categorize them, at least based on their biggest hit, which is Weird Science. All right. In last place, we have Alex Smells Funny with 101 points. <laughs> and uh, tied with them for first place, we have uh, Charlie Sucks with 101 points. Oh. That's a, All right. That's a way better name. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. So I have tiebreaker slash alternate questions if you are interested. Okay. Sure, these will not be yeah. these will not be wagered points. They will just be questions I've either discarded because I thought they were too easy or too hard or too weird. Category is quotes. Senator, I served with Jack Kennedy. I knew Jack Kennedy. Jack Kennedy was a friend of mine. Senator, you know Jack Kennedy is a famous quote spoken in the 1988 vice presidential debate by whom? God, I know this. I'm just gonna. It's just gonna like. So it was a presidential or vice presidential debate? Vice presidential debate. Oh, okay. Wasn't it? Was it Dukakis? That would have been no, pres- a presidential debate then, right? Was it? Was he vice president then? 88 would have been Reagan going to Bush. So it could have either been Dan Quayle, right? Or whoever Bush was. So Bush is Dukakis. So it was Dukakis's like yeah. running mate yeah. then? Wasn't Dukakis's running mate a woman? Uh, no, that's Walter Mondale's Ge- running mate. That's Mondale's. Geraldine, okay. Geraldine Ferraro? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Jack Kemp. I don't think that's the right party. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was the different vice presidential guys debating amongst each, amongst each other to determine who'd be the vice presidential candidate. That's one of those things I'm embarrassed not to know since it's a very common quote for like quiz bowl questions and stuff, but I just don't know it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to yeah. come up with it. All right, the answer is Senator Lloyd Benson. I think that's a reasonable question, though. I think people might know that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, here's your science question. The absolute pressure exerted by a given mass of an ideal gas is inversely proportional to the volume it occupies if the temperature and amount of gas remain unchanged within a closed system. This is a property better known as what? Charles Law. What different things did you have in there? You had temperature, pressure, volume. Isn't it the ideal, the ideal gas law? It has all of them. It's the ideal gas law. PV equals NRT? Well, he's saying that the temperature remains unchanged, which... Kind of suggests that maybe temperature isn't in the mass and temperature aren't in the formula. They're all the different laws when you take out one of the like things. No, it's so Charles Law. It's like Charles Law. Right. It could be right. Boyle's Law yeah, yeah. or Charles Law. But I don't I'm not like which one is which, right? Well, one of them is missing one of the variables, I think. Like they each take a different variable out. One of them holds one variable constant, the other holds the other variable constant. But I'll, this well, this discussion is way more fascinating than I thought it would be. <laughs> I'll go with I'll go with Doug on Charles Law. Though. I really thought this would just and be like, oh, it's X. The, the reason why is because I always want to. I'm always thinking like boil, boiling, heating, and I know that's not. I know that's not right. So that's why I think it's Charles. All right. Yeah, that sounds fine to me. Okay. I mean, it's one of those things you think I should know as a physicist, but it's you know just kind of. In one year, out the other, to some extent. Like, oh, ideal gas law. I can memorize this one and not have to worry about the other ones. <laughs> uh, it's Boyle's Law. Ah. Ah! Boyle! All right, uh, my last question uh, is about the papacy. Who was the first non-European pope? Oh, jeez. There's no way I'm getting this one. There's probably some guy from North Africa a thousand years ago. Probably some guy from South America, maybe? Uh, pope Francis the first is the first pope from South America. Okay, right, well, but he's not the yeah. first pope. Whether that you want that to be the answer or not is is up okay. to you. But man, I mean, maybe I got nothing better. No answer. I have just no this answer. feeling that it's not that. There's I I feel like there's a guy from North Africa. So just no answer. Yeah, no answer. No right. answer. Uh, it is Saint Peter from the Wait. Holy Land, the first pope. No, 
Oh, okay. uh, the so. disciple of Jesus. Okay, I guess that's legit. <laughs> I like that one because it's it's a groaner. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Because <laughs> everyone's like, oh, come on. So th- those are those are those are the questions. Yeah, well, thank you. I mean, I yeah. guess I do have one yeah. more question. Who is the most recent prime minister of the United Kingdom to not have a wife? Margaret Thatcher. Correct. All right. Oh yeah, that's. that's <laughs> uh, I've heard that one before, yeah. though. All right. Well, so thanks for indulging me, and and I hope that everyone listening enjoyed the edited version of this, where hopefully all the weird pauses are gone. Yeah, where it seems like we instantaneously answer the questions, or instantaneously are thinking furiously. <laughs> wow, those guys are good. Rather than just long pauses and just like, uh. uh. All right. Uh, that's it for me for the this edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. I'm Adam Gobeski. And I'm Charlie Wallace. And our ge- thank you very much to our guests, uh, Alex Clark and Doug Gobeski. I, I, I don't condone thanking our guests. He, isn't, he doesn't trust us to sign ourselves off, so he's got to like list off all the other like people. Oh. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> because of the sign on like sequence right is that, is that it yeah just bring it full circle yeah <laughs> well i guess if they'd like to sign themselves off they can do <laughs> it's not like you know adam and i host the podcast or anything <laughs> sure to check out our website once again at www.gobeskywallacereport.com you can also check out our facebook page the gobeski wallace report oh right and we're also now we're on twitter and you can follow us at gw report so see you then later All right, what was idea number two? Uh, we could talk about what we missed from Michigan. That one's lame. I came up with it on the fly, but it, it exists. Okay. I mean, I guess we that does kind of make sense since none of us are actually in Michigan anymore. <laughs> yeah, but I don't actually know how you like cool that would be. All right, that might, that might just turn lame. But Yeah, mine might sound accidentally racist, too. <laughs> <laughs> so uh i think we have our tag (laughs) would you like me to explain that statement or no no No. not at all oh no oh gosh darn it